0: This is a podcast by the Straits Times. Welcome to a Game of Two Halves, coming to you from the viewing station of the SBH Pleasure Dome. The international break is over, and now we finally got to the fifth matches of the EPL. I'm your host, Jonathan Roberts, and I'm joined today by Shimir Osman. Hello.
1: Hey man, it's good to be here.
0: All right, Shimir, let's get into it. Of the past matches that I just went by on the weekend. What was your best match?
1: I completely enjoyed watching Chelsea come back from behind to beat Cardiff 4-1. I thought that was that was sensational. I've never really been entertained by Chelsea.
0: No, I was kind of stunned by it. I really enjoyed Chelsea. I
1: That's... know, so was I. And this this was perhaps the first full match of Chelsea that I've caught this this season. And I've been really impressed, I must say. It's a different team. It is a completely different team. Same players, mostly different style of football, different attitude towards attacking is brilliant. It's brilliant to watch, really. So Maurizio Sarri has had quite an effect. I think he's had a massive impact on, on the way they play football, but he still needs to fine-tune a little bit because Chelsea have been have shown that they can get caught out, even okay. even with the style that they play.
0: Well, before we get into Chelsea, because that will be our main to- topic of the day, uh, what else entertained you over the weekend?
1: Well, there were some sensational goalkeeper performances there were, I, yes. I thought De Gea was superb for Man United. A couple of top-draw saves there. Supernatural saves, really. Supernatural. I can go with that, yes.
0: Um, and then and, and possibly just, I mean, again, we do go on about the fate of Man United at the moment, and indeed the fate of uh, Jose Mourinho. But if
1: De Gea had not pulled off that save, it could have been a very different story. It would for sure be a very, very different story for Jose Mourinho. It's United haven't been convincing at all this season, clearly, right? The mm. critics have come on with their knife sharpened. Uh I thought Fellaini has has stood up for Mourinho, and De Gea has been a monster between the sticks for United. And, Absolutely. And these two are well; they, they're keeping them going. Now you can see spirits are lifted clearly. And. Uh, but outside of De Gea, I mean, other goalkeepers that performed. Well? Oh, oh, Joe Hart, England's forgotten man, right? Yeah. And. <laughs> Uh, I've watched him for Burnley. Could you imagine that a couple of years ago that Joe Hart would be playing for struggling Burnley, rooted at the bottom of the table? Now, no, you <laughs> no, right? No, and and he pulled off some top drawer saves. I mean, for an elder statesman, so to speak, he would get down, save, get up on his feet like that in in a split second, up on his feet, and another save again. I was blown away. And and in contrast, you watch Jordan Pickford for Everton, a poor clearance conceded a goal, slow to get down. I, I would blame him for two of the goals at least. It's not the same Jordan Pickford that came into the World Cup. Oh, it's a World Cup hangover now, I think.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. So who was your player of the weekend?
1: I think you'd have to go with, well, there were a couple in Chelsea that I, were very, I was very impressed with. Hazard, obviously, hat-trick, uh, one lucky goal, one good goal, and, and mm. a well-taken penalty. But his just general involvement in the game and and the way Chelsea played football with with having the Hazard option up front and Kante and Jorginho in the midfield, I've been well impressed with with the way they, they play such compact football. The one-touch fo- the one touch passing that just opens up a, a third player running in from the back, down the wings usually, Alonso or Azpilicueta. It's been great. Well, seeing as we're into that, let's
0: get on to Chelsea as a whole. I mean, it's a very different setup now. Uh, it's amazing what the change of a manager, change of a coach, depending on what your terminology is, can do. Uh, Maurizio Sarri has, yeah, invigorated
1: the team. Well, you when, whenever a new manager comes in, the team gets invigorated because everyone wants to prove themselves. I, they I'd can. say that's not always true. Uh, well, it's true for Singapore clearly now, but but I think the key point about Sarri is the philosophy that he's that he brings that. I imagine if I was a footballer playing in that team, I'd be having a lot of fun. Now, Kante and Jorginho are a good example of this, right? Kante, when you think Kante, you think the guy sitting in front of the back four, cleaning up the mess and, and passing off to the sides. That's, that's it. That's his job, right? The holding midfielder. He's being deployed in a much more forward position now and he's making runs between the centre-backs. Imagine that. This is Kante. <laughs> it's amazing. Jorginho is just controlling controlling the midfield from behind, he's such a cultured passer, and I, I must say, I, I'm enjoying this. And and the movement in ahead of him with Conte, he's screaming. You could see in in sometimes in that Cardiff game.
0: So you're saying the, I mean, the previous managers, uh, Conte and Ismarino, previous oh, that. I mean, such a huge number of managers at Chelsea, you kind of lose count of who came in when. <laughs> but
1: you're saying that they were too rigid. To. I wouldn't say rigid though. Conte played with the back three, and I and I enjoyed that with David Luiz in the middle of the back three, dictating the play. That was all right. But I'm talking about the approach to football, the attitude. They were they were more cautious under Conte, but under Sari, they're going for it. They're having a real good go at it. And this is this is how how much of a go they're having at it. There were several times in this match against Cardiff that every single Chelsea player, every single Chelsea outfield player was well in the Cardiff half. The fullbacks were out in the, in the winger positions mm. and your centre-backs were ahead of the centre circle in the Cardiff half side. Imagine that. So it's, it's nice and compact. There, there's about, what, 15, 20 metres between Giroud and David Louise. And nice and tight with a lot of movement going on, a lot of one-touch play that just Normal moves. No more parking the bus. Well, they're parking the bus in the opposition half. How about <laughs> that? Uh, that's an interesting way to look at it. And their stats have been sensational. What are they? They've, they've got the top in the league for possession, for successful passes, for successful passes in the opposition third. And for even, I've never heard of this stat, 10 consecutive passes. They're, they're top in that stat. Okay. Uh, this is a new world we live in, right? We're making up stuff as we go oh, along. Yeah, <sighs> But Chelsea haven't really been tested.
0: Along with Liverpool, they are 5-5. Five Uh, Man City is dropped by getting a draw last time. Next match they've got is West Ham on Sunday at 8.30. After that, on Thursday morning, 2.45am, they meet Liverpool. Now, one of the other team is going to have their run halted.
1: Which do you think is going to come out on top? This one is going to be great, though. Chelsea played Man City in the Community Shield at the start of the year. And at that point, you could see that Sarri's tactics were not exactly executed to the levels that he wanted because they were not compact. They left a lot of gaps in midfield, and Man City exploited that. City won two-nil that one. Didn't have any impact on the league, obviously. But now Chelsea struggled with Man City's high press, and Liverpool play a very well. It's not the exact same type of high press. Well, we're living in this world where. There are different versions of a of a high press game with gigant pressing and all that, but Liverpool Liverpool's front three you could almost see them rubbing their hands with glee every time a, a def opposition defender gets the ball, and that I think Chelsea may well struggle with that one if if Liverpool do put one man on Jorginho, as Man City did in that Community Shield, Chelsea may well struggle. It's going to be a great contest. I'm look, I'm really looking forward to that match. Wow! With the ominous sound of thunder
0: outside. <laughs> So is that a premonition for what's gonna to happen to Chelsea?
1: The there is a lot of quality throughout that Chelsea first team. There, there is no doubt about that. So even if Liverpool do manage to stifle their, their ability to play out from the back and, and their one touch passing, you've got you've got Hazard who can take on players, you've got Giroud who's who's actually looking to be a whole lot of a smarter player now that Sari has come on board. His his layoffs to to Hazard and Pedro in in that game against Cardiff, I was well impressed as well. So, what do you think Chelsea's chances are to win the title? It, it's still early days. Let's not get carried away. I mean, I was really impressed and really enjoying that football, but I'm not going to get carried away. Let, let's have a look at how they handle uh, Man City again, mm. and how they handle Liverpool first, and and then we'll then we can have a chat about that. But the The way the players have embraced this style has been entertaining and effective in terms of results, clearly, but they do get caught out because they do play a very high line, and you know you get David Luiz, who's well, every so often he becomes sideshow Bob, right, with with a terrible back pass, and then he looks like a complete moron, for for a player who's been to World Cups and le- led the Brazil back line, he he's prone to to some really schoolboy errors that really hurt his team because when, when you've got your full backs out in the winger positions and it's just Luis and Rudiger in the last game at least one one bad pass one misplaced pass he's a little bit cocky sometimes right mm. he, he's, he is a ball playing defender but sometimes he tries to do a lot more than he, than he should and yeah so that is what needs to be fixed as well for Chelsea prevent themselves from getting caught out with, with the simple stuff well we'll see if the Blues can soar sky
0: high again you like that? Blue, sky, you know. Oh, mm-hmm. Forget it.
1: Anyway, thanks
0: for joining me, Shimin. It's been fun. And we'll be back again for another episode of A Game of Two Halves next time.
1: That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcasts at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.